This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome back to Scissors and Scrubs. Mm-hmm. I'm Nicole. I'm Laura. Well, we clearly misjudged and thought we had covered the entire month of December. We didn't. We did not. No. And so here we are, Christmas Eve Eve, when we should both be doing other things. Yeah. We are here recording for yes. our lovely listeners because mm-hmm. we just are so dedicated so to this dedicated. podcast. Or just so not so, organized enough yes. to get this I'm shit in my together. Christmas pajamas mm-hmm. and it's cold outside and there's the threat that we might get a winter white Christmas. Yeah. A little bit of little a dusting. Bit. My daughter's all excited. You know it's going to be like slush. Yeah. 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 Or it's going to be frozen and everybody's going to fall and break yeah. their hips you know, coming right. to my house. So we had to squeak out one more episode <laughs> in the middle of all of the Christmas chaos <laughs> yeah. to make sure we stay on track. Yes. So we decided to cover plastic surgery. Yes. It's our gift to you. It's our gift to you. Maybe your husband's giving you a new boob job mm. or grandpa's giving you a new Brazilian butt lift. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I found this a tough episode because there's so much to cover with Tons. plastic surgery. And when I tell you we're going to touch just the tip of the iceberg, yeah. the amount of insecure people who feel they need to enhance mm-hmm. everything from head to toe in their body, mm-hmm. is astounding. Mm-hmm. The lengths they will go to to do it yeah. is even more astounding. Yeah. Knowing it could kill them, they don't care. They want that gigantic butt. Yeah. And they don't care that it could kill them. Yeah. So. So there'll be future episodes on plastic surgery. There will be. I'm I mean, because sure. it's endless. Look at botched. I mean, So if guys... you have stories, write them in. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I dabble on the very periphery with doing the Botox. <laughs> and even that, I mean, I was speaking to a woman the other day who is stunning. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she's like, and I want to go to Miami and I'm going to have this done. I'm going to have this done. I'm, gonna have this. I'm like, why? Why? Like, at some point we're going to grow old. Right. And at some point, all of that's going to look ridiculous. Yeah. Because you can only carry it for so long. Right. And then you tip, you know, you see all these actresses. They look great. They look great. And then they mm-hmm. tip into yeah. the, I don't look so great anymore. Right. Um, Courtney Cox, perfect example. Mm. Meg Ryan, perfect okay. example. So, Laura's going to start. She's just going to cover Brazilian butt lift. Mm-hmm. We could... The rest of it's pretty self I mean, you know what a boob job is. You know what liposuction is. But a Brazilian butt lift is more than I thought it was. Okay. You know, I didn't realize it was... I thought it was just literally butt lift. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Laura's going to cover that because it's mm-hmm. going to be mentioned multiple times during this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the cases I cover, I thought was going to be a great plastic surgery episode and it really turned into something completely different, but you're going to hear it anyway, because I was invested <laughs> and I'm invested. So it's coming out. So go ahead. All right. Um, so I got my information from everything from like the other stories I'm going to mm-hmm. tell too, from theguardian.com, newsweek.com, people magazine, JJ Roth, md.com and rollingstone.com. Mm-hmm. So a br- Brazilian butt lift, or as I'm going to say from the rest mm-hmm. of the episode, BBL, um, is since 2015, the number of BBLs performed around the world has grown by 77.6%. Wow, that's a lot. It is the fastest growing cosmetic surgery. So it's over boob job. Like everybody's yeah. going for the Brazilian butt lift. Mainly because of Kim K. Oh, and her big fat ass. Kim K's ass. 
in that magazine cover when she has the it's she has a black dress on and it's her whole ass is out and there's like a champagne glass on top yep. of it. Broke the internet. Everybody wants a Bibiana. All I can do is think of how bad I want to get rid of my ass I, and how like I, I am on the treadmill. Maybe I was at one time. Yeah. And I'm trying this. I'm trying that. I'm getting pants. I'm like, oh, why? Do they want such I'll a massive butt? I'll go into this. All right. All right. Because it's not even normal. They get these little, go, how do you buy pants with a waist 28? I don't and know a what size, size pants you're in. I don't understand that. Um, J-Lo and Nicki Minaj have also influenced it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. Nicki Minaj is ridiculous. Yeah. It's all <laughs> over everything. It's just everywhere. Um, but there's always been a, a, like a. Butt thing? A butt thing. Like a, people striving for the perfect butt. The hourglass figure has been the ideal for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Like, you've always, you know, all the big actors, like yep. Marilyn Monroe and yep. Jane Mansfield and, like, all those people, they, they had that hourglass, yep. big boobs, little waist, big butt. Like, that has always been the ideal. The perfect butt, it's actually, like, a math formula. The perfect <laughs> butt is 45 degrees from the base of the spine to the top of the butt. What does it mean? So, like, if you go from the base of your spine, it is... 45 degrees, your top of your butt should just be 45 degrees below your base oh, of your spine. Oh, mine's way lower than yep. that. <laughs> um, it helps to achieve this 45 degree angle if you have the perfect spine, which naturally protrudes at the base. So mm-hmm. your spine should naturally yeah. curve at the base, and that helps get the perfect butt. But a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. They so aren't getting that perfect butt. Um, evolutionary psychologists published a paper in 2015 stating that a the lumbar curvature signified a woman's ability to bear children, which made her more attractive to men. So, like, prehistoric age, yes, like, I it was mean, all like cavemen. a genetic thing. They Yes, breeding. if you had that lumbar spine bump in the butt, yeah, you, you could bear children. That's who guys wanted. So it has been a thing for a <laughs> million years. Um, so men have always liked a big old butt. Um, women have tried for ages to get that butt. They used to use corsets to suck yep. their waist in and yep. made their butts look bigger. Um... Then they would use bustles. They yep. would bustle yep. the backs of their skirts. Yep. Makes their butt looks bigger. Now they're a padded underwear. Women actually put on padded underwear. Padded, um, what are those? You know, Pants. the jo- Yeah, it's like the, what, you know, what the hell? That we use every year. That we wear every day. Jesus Christ. Contraptions? Like- no, you know, just leggings. Like leggings. <laughs> they have leggings with padded like, where, butts where in them. Where are you going with this, Laura? But they <laughs> have like straps? all these. I thought you were going to say drug straps. No, but they have like, <laughs> you can just get pants with a padded butt. They have those like. Those pants that are on those commercials on like Instagram, it's like makes your butt look big. It's like waffles texture. The last thing I want to do is make it's, my butt. I don't look want big. my butt to look big either. But apparently everybody else does. Um, and now you can have implants, you can have fillers injected, or you can have a BBL. Mm-hmm. Um, BBL started in Brazil by Doctor. Never gonna say this right. Ivo Pitting guy, a guy in Brazil. <laughs> He was known as the Pope of plastic surgery, and he's known as the Pope of plastic surgery. He stopped, he like revolutionized plastic surgery, but also he would do rich people, mm-hmm. and he gave free plastic surgery to the poor people. Oh, well, so that's he was something. the Pope. He would you could go to like you know your local hospital, you know, and like he would come in and do, and he would do cases for people that was didn't he have doing like reconstructive for the poor because they you know they have some disfiguring things happen or was he doing like i think maybe oh, both okay, you live in a hut let me give you a brazilian i think brother. both okay yeah um it said he said to have worked on frank sinatra 
Sophia Loren, like wow. huge people. Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Face. Face. Oh, so he didn't yeah. get a Brazilian butt no. lift, did he? No, no, no. He did all sorts of plastic <laughs> surgery. Right. He it's just, all coming to me now. All yeah. right. He just started. He's the one who started the Brazilian butt lift, but he did tons of other, every other plastic surgery known to man. Um, he pl- started a plastic surgery academy in 1960. His students came from all over the world to learn from him. So a lot of the plastic surgeons now all over the world went trained there and then trained other people, you know, where they mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. They like all learned from this guy. Uh, BBL is done by removing fat from one area and depositing it into your butt. Now, I don't mind you removing fat from one area and maybe sticking it back in my boobs, but not my butt. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's yeah. So first... You have a consultation with your plastic mm-hmm. surgeon. You should go to a board-certified plastic surgeon. Oh, we'll get into all the things you <clears throat> yeah. should do before you have plastic yeah. surgery. They're going to take pic- pictures of you. You're going to be naked. Mm-hmm. There are pictures of you naked. If you go into a plastic surgery room... They're posted on the wall. On the wall. So we can, they can yep. see, like, this is what they wanted. Yep. This is where it's going. You're naked taking pictures. If you can do that, God bless you. That right there stops me yeah. from getting plastic surgery. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> They mark your body. Like, mm-hmm. they use a black marker for where they're going to take it from. They use a red marker for they where they're going to put it. They like a cut of meat. Yeah. It's like you're marked all up so they know exactly, mm-hmm. you know, and they know where you're taking this fat from, where are you depositing it. Um, they, they also, like, like, say I was super skinny and I went in and I said, I want to. super skinny. Yeah, I want a BBL. You know, take the stump, take the fat from my stomach and the backs of my arms and put it in my butt. They have you have to have enough fat there to do that. Right. They're not going to take it if it's going to make your stomach look all messed right. up. Right. Oh, they're going to hit something trying to get it out. Right. It's too skinny. But if like if they take it, like they'll say a lot of places that don't do it well or when you can tell by the belly buttons on these girls because they shouldn't have taken fat to begin with right. or they took too much because then now they've deformed the stomach yeah. to give you the butt. It's a whole science. If you don't have enough, they can't do it. Like, it's a whole... Right. It's a balance. Um, so, reputable surgeons will only insert a, cer- a certain amount of fat into your butt. Mm-hmm. Usually about 300 cc's per cheek. Just can't even. I know. Then they're going to see what it looks like when it heals. Because 50% of the fat that they deposit dies off. Wow. Yes. So they're putting in 300. It looks like this when you leave. But like 150. But a month left. later, right, you only have 150 cc. And it's it's not going to all die in the same area or along. So they you have to look to like, it. where is it deposited, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you might have to go back and have it and done again. Shape it. Right. Um, so, but a reputable surgeon is going to do that. Like, we're only doing this much. We'll see how it looks. And then we can go back in and fix it again. Um, so when you go for surgery, you'll be put under anesthesia. The surgeon will inject the area of fat that they're going to remove. So say your stomach. That's usually the main place. Mm-hmm. Um, with a saline injection, it's usually mixed with local anesthesia and adrenaline, which helps shrink the blood vessels yeah, in that like area. Like Yeah. Um, and it helps control the bleeding. And it creates like a wedding effect. So the fat... Wedding can, like we get married? Wedding. Wet With teas? Yeah. It makes it wet. So the fat can be more liquefied. And okay. removed easier mm-hmm. and then put in easier. My fat ain't going nowhere. Yeah. One congealed mass. This is done with very long, thin needles. So they take that injection mm-hmm. and they, it's wicked. I mean, they're like, how long? Very long. Like eight they're inches. Probably, like, yeah, longer. I'd say almost a foot long. Yeah. They're rid- it's like the shit yeah. you use for this is so ridiculously long. So they're going to inject that whole area. Get it wet. <laughs> 
Then the surgeon makes tiny incision and inserts this like very long blunt cannula um, under the skin to harvest the fat. So now they're sucking out your fat. And if you've ever seen liposuction, now maybe this isn't as aggressive because of the way no, it's, it's, it's the same. Liposuction is the most violent mm-hmm. procedure to watch that I've ever seen. Yeah, and they're you can stabbing see, you over and over. And you can see, and it's like they're just jamming it in and mm-hmm. they're trying to get all that fat out. And if they're doing like your thighs and stuff, you can see why people are die from this oh, like yeah. on a regular basis because it's so aggressive. Yeah. It's so violent. Mm-hmm. And it's not something you think you're going to have on Friday and you're going to go sit on the beach on Sunday yeah. because you are going to be bruised. Yeah. From so bad where it happened, mm-hmm. it takes like a month for that yeah. bruising to go away. So you can't think you're going to have plastic surgery go away next week. No. Like you've got to do this two months before you're going to do something. Minimum. Um, so they, the cannula goes in, they whip it back and forth under your skin. <laughs> I whip my hand. <laughs> the fat travels down sterile tubing to a sterile canister. Mm-hmm. The blood and saline solution are then removed from the fat. It like mixes it down. So it's just the fat left in the canister. And it's so gross to look at. Once the fat is removed, it only stays alive for one to two hours. Oh. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. Yeah. Well, it's, I it's it an endocrine organ. It yeah. dies. But I didn't. So when you're doing that, like they have they have to do it in a certain timely manner right. to reuse that fat. So it's And we're telling alive. you the proper way because you're going to hear many things in this podcast that were not done the proper yes. way. Um, it's fat is yellow. When right. you remove it from the body or when you see it in the body, it's a yellow color. If it turns brownish, it's no longer any good. So if it's sitting in that canister and it starts to turn brown, you You're can't done. use that fat. Um, so it is quickly pumped back through the tubing, through another cannula, into the butt. The surgeon uses a foot pedal to control the speed at which the fat um, goes back into the body. They hold the cannula in one hand and use the other hand to feel the skin to see where the fat should be placed. So it's you're going in blind. You can't yeah, see inside the body. They don't know. It's gonna you're be just lumpy. sticking this cannula in. So a good plastic surgeon, though, can feel it. Like, right. they can feel this is where it needs to go. This is where a divot is. And they smooth it out and feel right. where they need to put that fat. You have to be experienced and trained and know and what, know you're, what doing you're doing to know where. Yep. It's, a, it's an art. Like, mm-hmm. these pe- plastic surgeons are mm-hmm. artists. It's an art. You need that hand to see where you're and this putting this fat. this takes like hours. This procedure, oh, it's this hours. take hours. Yeah. Um, the surgery itself is delicate and forceful at the same time. Like you said, like that hand, it has, that hand has to see where it's going, mm-hmm. feel where it's going. It's an art. Like I need this much hair. I need that much hair. But then it's forceful because you're shoving that cannula right. in and out um, hard. Um, <laughs> it's thrust back and forth to remove That's the fat said. and to insert it. Like It's just yeah. constantly being thrust. Um but to replace it, you also have to have the, like I said, to be delicate, to place it in the right spots and make sure it's even and mm-hmm. smooth and not You're doing lumpy. You a good job. Yeah. Uh, the cannula also has to be placed under the skin, but above the muscle to avoid depositing fat into the vascular system. Which would be deadly. Yeah. Literally deadly. Yes. If this happens, the patient can have a fat embolus. One in 3,000 BBLs result in death. That's a high number. It's a ridiculously People don't think high that's a high number, but that's a high number. One in 3,000. And they're done every day. One yes. in 3,000 is they're a lot. They're done 12 and 14 a day yeah. with one surgeon. Right. Never mind yeah. all the surgeons yeah. all over. Well, them. I shouldn't say they're not correctly done 12 and 14 right. because they take forever. If you're done correctly, one surgeon may be doing two tops, three a day. Right. And you've got thousands of surgeons doing these. Right. So that's a high number. It's a high number. Um, it is the world's most dangerous cosmetic procedure. I believe it. 
Um, is there any lift here at any? Do they go in at any point and like tuck no, muscles up? No, and, it's all the fat and fat. It's all the fat transfer. So if you have a saggy ass, it's not. It's sitting on top. They're right, putting but it let's on say top. like you know you're old. You got a right. saggy ass. No, this is. You put all this shit in there. No. What's it going to do? It's just making the top look padded. I don't need that shit. No, uh, that's, I don't. A, that's back fat. I know. Uh, for me, it would end up being back fat. <laughs> just drop my back fat a little bit to that 45 degree angle. <laughs> back fat. I, don't, I don't need that shit. No, they don't. No, that's not what so it is. The no Brazilian butt lift is no. just putting in right. the fat. So this is really only going to work on young girls whose I mean, asses are still up high. But you still need the height of your own natural ass. Right. So right. if my ass is hanging low, this is going to do me no good. No. Right. It's just going to fill it out. I'm a little south of the border these days. You're just going to have to fill it up. I mean, it would fill it out. So I guess that would look. Less saggy. No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't want it, but I'm just saying. Imagine me like 80 years old and I'm going to put this big old fat J-Lo ass at the I always like, because then you sit down and then you have that ridge. Like you're going to have that Uh butt ridge. Well, you see when they sit and they have the implants. You can see the implant. Was it it Nicki Minaj? You could see the implant. One of them, you could see the implant. I don't want. I feel like there's already a ridge there. I don't want a ridge. I don't need it. I have a problem fitting pants now because I got hips. (laughs) I can't imagine if my ass was 20 times size it should be. I know. I mean, if it was naturally that way, it probably looks nice. Yeah, but what's going to happen over time? Well, it's just going to fall. Right. And now it's a lot of it falling. Like, I don't have that much falling, but I mean. I mean, I think it does die off and like the transfers. That's why they have have to to have it. Yes, they have to have it several times. Oh, yeah. hmm, Interesting. The injections, the fat, whatever. No, 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 no. It's not like a one time fix. No, no. Mm -mm. No plastic surgery. Facelifts. No, nothing. Everything you have to have it It's done. all going to fall. Because yeah, right? you are aging. Right. And that's what going to fall. Everything's going to fall. But anyways, that's a Brazilian butt lift. It's a very, very dangerous surgery, even when it's done correctly. Correctly under, like, very good plastic surgeons. Well, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Brazilian butt lifts later. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole idea of doing this episode came... When I was watching this forensic files, and it was this doctor who had done plastic surgery and things went bad, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, we got to do this." Law. We we it's not like a boom. I'm the only one thinks that we've been talking about stuff yeah. like this. You watch enough botched, but like we're gonna have to cover something like this. Mm-hmm. So I really saw it. I'm like, get the episode. I key it up. I'm gonna start at point A. Okay. I'm gonna veer off to point Z. Uh-huh. But eventually, it's going to come back to point A as to why this all happened. Okay. But it's really not related to anything we're talking about. Because like I said, I was too fucking invested in it. So you're hearing it. All right? You I like kid. it. So we're doing Forensic Files, Season 9, Episode 8, Bad Medicine, Dr. Anthony Pignato. Pignataro. Excuse me. We're going back, Laura. Okay. Putting the time machine. 1997. Oh, graduated high school. I was traveling. Where was I living in 19... 19- I was in New Mexico in 1997. This guy, Anthony Pignataro, is a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. His claim to fame is inventing the snap-on toupee. Lovely. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. This guy looks right out of a 70s porn. Wow. He, you would put four bolts... They'd screw four bolts into <gasps> your skull, and you could snap your toupee. Now, and God bless... The best thing that ever happened to bald men is men started shaving their heads. Yes. It's so much sexier. Yes. It looks so much better. It's great. No more comb-overs, mm-hmm. snap-on toupees. No. Love you bald Get men. the bolts out of your head. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you don't need to bolt your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he is a cosmetic surgeon. You have Sarah Smith. She is a 26-year-old mom of two. She is going in for a boob job with Dr. Anthony Pignata- Pign- Pignataro. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
He does his surgery out of a clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay. In his surgery is an LPN and his wife. That's it. That's the staff in the surgery. Okay. He is going to do a trans umbilical boob job, which means, and I don't even know if they do these anymore, but you make an incision just above the belly button and you feed the implant up into the boob mm-hmm. and you expand it that way so there's no incisions on your boobs. There is no anesthesiologist or certified registered nurse anesthetist on site at all. So who gives the anesthesia? He does. And he's giving her sodium pentothal. He's knocking her out for this. But he's keeping her like in that twilight? Yeah. Okay. But this is a this is a procedure. You should be out. You should be asleep. You should be asleep yeah. with a tube down your throat, yes. like out. So he's she's complaining of pain because she's drowsy yeah. and she's in and out. Yeah, it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. He gives her some more uh, sodium pentothal. Then, well, she goes into cardiac arrest. Well, yeah. There's nothing on site to save her life he, because he's in a fucking clinic. Mm-hmm. So they take her to the hospital and she dies. There's no, intu- they can't intubate her. They can't reverse the drug. They get nothing on site. He doesn't have anything to even he reverse has nothing. The drug. He has the sodium pentothal. That's it. Cause he's so fucking smart. I mean, if you make the snap on toupee, why shouldn't why I be able to do right. anesthesia as well? When I wasn't oh trained. Oh my God. The best part is he's not really a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to find you do not have to be a board certified plastic surgeon to do plastic yes. surgery. But you should go to a board-certified plastic surgery if you're going to have plastic yes. surgery. All right? So basically, any Joe Schmo with an MD can get can do plastic surgery on you, but that's not what you're looking for when you're going to search for your Brazilian butt lift. Yes. So not only is he not a plastic surgeon, he never finished his ENT residency. So what? he's not really anything. He didn't finish his Mm-mm. residency. No, we didn't finish his residency as an ENT doctor. So what is he? He's nothing. He's doing plastic surgery in a fucking closet with no help, but his wife and his LPN on board. And he's a doctor because he graduated medical yes. school. Yes. And oh. these are the caveats you have yes. to watch out for when you have plastic surgery. Do not go to somebody's basement in Chelsea no. to have your eyeliner Don't tattooed on. Don't go to a strip on. mall. Do not go to a strip Don't mall. Go to an actual hospital yes. with anesthesiologists. Do not fly to the Dominican Republic no. to have surgery. Just because okay. it's cheaper doesn't mean it's better. Exactly. So... She dies. Mm-hmm. Was Sarah Smith dies. He is charged with criminal manslaughter. He pleads guilty to negligent homicide and he pays $5,000. He goes six months to prison and he does 250 hours of community service. What? And, yep, that's it. And he loses his license. Yeah, I would hope so. So, spends his six months in jail. He gets out of jail. Mm-hmm. Now he's a felon. He can't find a job anywhere. So he um he can't leave the area either because that's where parole is. Mm-hmm. So he has to stay in the area. Nobody's going to hire him for mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his wife, they start having problems. Um, he can't divorce his wife because his, his mother doesn't believe in divorce and she'll cut him out of the will. Oh, if he well, he's screwed already. So. And at some point, he and his wife separate for a while. But he convinces, and she files for divorce and this and that, but... After a few months, they kind of reconcile, and he convinces her to come back. Mm. Soon as she comes back, like, this killer sprinted on his fence. Like, all this weird shit's happening around, and it's like, nobody's forgiving him for what he did. Mm. And he's convinced that Sarah Smith's husband is behind all of this. Oh. Okay. 
So then the wife starts getting sick. She doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And this the sickness would come and it would go, would come and it would go, and she wouldn't be able to walk. She would have numbness in her hands. She um, She's going to her PCP. He's like, oh, you have pancreatitis. You have Guillain-Barre. You have fibromyalgia. Like, nothing. Oh. And then she'd get better. Mm. Okay, and she'd get sick again. She'd go back. He'd be like, oh, it's multiple sclerosis. It's this. They couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So she starts getting really, really sick. She gets so sick. She ends up in a wheelchair and she's admitted to the hospital. I mean, she is sick. Wow. Yeah. The daughter starts getting sick now. Oh, and yeah. they're like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on? So the reason it is a forensic file episode. I love forensic files. <laughs> it's my favorite, except the guy's voice makes me sleep. Mm-hmm. So finally her PCP, who's in charge or whatever, takes um, a bone marrow sample. And he sends it off. And I'm not going to pronounce this right. She is having karyorecosis. Her blood cells are disintegrating. Okay. okay. That's I, oh, I can tell you. And he, he's like, why the fuck is this happening? So he starts, why would karyocytosis right. happen? Hap- why does, what causes this? And he's looking at it and he's piecing all her symptoms together. And he's like, huh, she's being poisoned with arsenic. Oh. That's what's really going on here. So they, they pluck her hairs, send her hair off to the lab. Mm-hmm. Because of the way arsenic works, it's deposited in the hair follicle. Mm-hmm. So as your hair is growing out, the arsenic is going with it. So it's going to stay from the tip of that follicle all the way to the base. So uh-huh. if you've been poisoned over a long period of time, It'll show the, whole the hair is going to show you exactly when you have started being poisoned. So he looks at, um, he sends the hair out and she's got 29.580 micrograms per liters of arsenic in her blood, which is the highest level of any human ever found. Oh my God. She's put under 24-hour production immediately. Uh, the husband and kids are tested because they also have a son. The husband comes back negative. The son comes back negative. The daughter comes back positive for arsenic poisoning as well. So he's like, it's Sarah Smith's family. The husband's trying to kill her. And the police are like, mm, we'll look into it. They go looking for him. Mm, it's not Sarah Smith's family because right after she passed away, the whole family picked up and moved to the Midwest. They know where. I forgot where exactly this yeah. was. At. It might be like Pennsylvania or something. They're gone. Yeah. They're not living near her. So they're testing the groundwater. They're looking through the house. They can't find anything. Why is this happening? And Debbie's like, you know, the day I got, I got admitted, my husband had made me soup. Mm. And he was like, um, you know, bring it up, mix it soup. She gets really, really sick. She said, I remember telling him I can't finish it. Just bring it downstairs. So she, he left the soup on the counter. The daughter came home from school, uh, saw the soup on the counter. She starts eating it, immediately starts vomiting and getting sick. And the daughter relays this story to the police. Mm-hmm. She also tells them that um, she would see her father laying ant traps around the house. Mm-hmm. So they come in these like little metal tins. Mm-hmm. They collect the ant traps. They talk. There's only one manufacturer makes this particular ant trap. It's laced with arsenic, enough arsenic to kill like a ridiculous as much as the Nell's green fucking oh, paint. Yeah. All right, it's good. It could kill 200 people in a sitting. Um, so they're able to to find out that she started getting poisoned in May 1999, right when she starts reconciling with him. Yeah, uh-huh. he starts poisoning mm-hmm. her. He thought these little doses would kill her, but what was happening is he was making her like immune to it yeah. like a cockroach if you give him enough poison he's going to get immune to it and you're going to have to really dose him mm-hmm. so in july of 99 is when he hits her with that huge dose thinking it's going to kill her still doesn't fucking kill her because now she's been right so um 
it starts right after reconciliation. She gets hospitalized. He kept saying when she was hospitalized, you should need to take her gallbladder out. You need to take her gallbladder out. And they're like, had we taken her gallbladder out, it would have killed her. That's how sick she was. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm skipping around here. Um, they, they're like, it's the husband. He's fucking doing this. Mm. But why is he doing it? There's a couple of reasons and a couple of theories of why the husband decides to stop poisoning his wife. And this is where it's eventually going to come back to okay. plastic surgery. Mm. Okay. While the short six months he was in prison, he's addicted to heroin. Oh. So he needs money. He's trying to get whatever he can. He's cheating on his wife, everything else. He's having a huge affair on her. But like I said, if he was divorced, his mom was going to cut him off. So he had to reconcile with the wife. He writes a story called MD Mass Destruction. Oh, God. And it's I a story of... I, I know. I didn't hate him before. I hate him now. <laughs> no, they all write these stupid, stupid stories. stories. And they all write the fucking murder plot in the story. Yeah. Like, why they are you so stupid? Why are you doing that? Do you think I, people are that dumb right. that they're not buying this? Right. Yeah. Oh, coincidentally, this is what happens. <laughs> it just happens to be what I did. So weird. So the story is how he is wronged. All right. How the, the whole system wronged him. How it wasn't his fault Sarah Smith died. Mm. So what they think with the poisoning is he wanted his wife to be so sick. He wanted her to have the gallbladder and he wanted her to die on the table. So he could then turn to the medical board and say, see, that happens to even in a hospital. That happens. You need to give me my medical yeah. license back. That's a fucking sick plan. That is sick. Sick plan. So they find out he was vandalizing his own oh house. Um, he was, you know, they're adding poison to his case. He's, he was guilty of attempted first degree assault. He pleaded guilty because he knew he was fucking dead to rights. Mm -hmm. 50 years in prison. 15 years in prison. His poor wife, for the rest of her life, is suffering effects. Like she has um, tingling in her fingers. Yeah. She, she has no fine motor skills. Mm -hmm. The daughter's fine. Thank God. Thank God. So it was supposed to be a plastic surgery botch. It was, but it actually turned out to be, I murdered my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so now hey. we're really going to get back to plastic surgery. I right. totally veered off on that one, but it was a great story and I loved it. Yeah. Anthony Pignataro. He looks kind of like a really bad Tom Selleck <laughs> with the mustache and the big hair. Yeah. It, was, it was a snap on toupee, apparently. Oh, God. <laughs> so take it away, Sparkle. Always check your doctor's yes, credentials. credentials. Speak Always. to other people. Call the hospital. You know, find out what is the case like. It research your fucking doctor. Yeah. If it's cheap, it's cheap for a reason. Right. It's cheap for a reason. Yeah. Good plastic surgeons don't just give out discounts on yes. the surgery. Yes. Uh, unless yes. you're apparently the Pope of well, that's Brazil. Different. That's different. Yeah. Um. All right. So I got this. So I have this. I read this article. Um, Spit it out, Laura. I know. <laughs> it's called Black Madam Wanted for Performing... Um, unlicensed buttocks injection plastic surgery. Ooh. Yeah. So this girl, Claudia, I'm never going to say this poor thing's name right, Adertini, she's a 20-year-old from Britain, wanted to enhance her buttocks. Oh, Kim Kardashian, her friend, responsible for a lot of deaths. I know. A friend of hers wanted to enhance her hips, which I also don't want fat on. Um, I know. They it's... go online. Because you can go online for fucking anything now. Mm -hmm. And they start talking to this woman from Saddle River, New Jersey. So they're right. from Britain. Saddle River, New Jersey. You already know what's bad. Yeah. They're from Britain. They're talking to this lady from Saddle River. She's been having these enhancements since 2008. She refers... She's had them done to herself. To herself. Okay. She refers them to her injector. So her injector is Padge Victoria Winslow, a self-described 
goth hip-hop singer from Pennsylvania. She uses a stage name. Laura, do you need to say any more I, why I would never go to this woman? <laughs> she uses a stage name, Black Madam. Okay. This is just so, getting great. Yeah. So Claudia and her friend come over here. They hook up with this lady that they've been talking to online. Or so, excuse me. They can afford to fly over here for this shit. Yeah. I, I mean. But you're going to cheap. Okay. Yep. Um, and they all go to the Hampton Inn near the Philadelphia International Airport. Okay, if you're having anything done in a hotel room, don't that's a have very it bad done. sign. If they come to your house to do it, don't very have it bad done. sign. If you go to someone's house, don't very have bad it done. sign. If they take you to the basement, bad don't sign. have it done. Um, so they're all at the Hampton Inn. So they go to get these silicone injections from the Black Madam on February seventh at the Hampton fucking Inn in Philadelphia. <laughs> the Not very the illegal Inn. plastic Hampton surgery procedure in. was finished at 1.30 p.m. Medics were called to the hotel after that because Claudia was experiencing chest pain and difficulty breathing. Hmm, I wonder what happened. Yeah. She was rushed to Mercy Fitzgerald Hospital and pronounced dead at 1.32 <gasps> a.m. What time did they finish? 1.30 p.m. So 12 Two hours minutes later. later she... No, 12. Oh, sorry. 12 okay. hours. She was brought there, intubated, trying to be saved. She was dead. So please start investigating, obviously. The coroner is running tests, um... But their thought was the black madam injected silicone into a vein, you know, in, in the buttocks instead of under the skin. And it land it landed in her lungs with a gel-like substance. Because this is silicone like, it's like a you would use like, for plumbing. It's not, you know what? It's, you're lucky if it's silicone right. that they're putting into you. Right. So they can put oil, peanut butter. Tire sealant. Anything. Vegetable oil. You don't know what they're putting in there. Um, but it's like gel, mm-hmm. thick gel that you use to like caulk stuff. Yeah. Um, piled up like rocks in her lungs, which essentially suffocated her. Um, the black madam was caught. She um, is transgender. She was a guy. She became a woman. She said these procedures helped her to get her body. So she was just helping other people. She wanted other people to have that experience. Mm-hmm. But you are unlicensed. You're mm-hmm. just throwing shit into people's yeah, these bodies. These people are not medical professionals no, on any level. Not, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Just She's decide- just literally pumping silicone yes, into this into woman's ass, ass yep. and killing her. Um, the other woman did get injected that day, too. The one that they met online. She was fine because right. it didn't go into her bloodstream. Right. Um, God only knows what her body looks like. But well, she's... there's other complications you get. Right. But this poor woman died because this lady wanted to give them the opportunity to have the ideal bodies. All right. Well, Don't go to the Hampton no, Inn. No, no, And we're going to get more into this. Um, I was getting very frustrated mm-hmm. when I was watching. I'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. I'm going to do a couple of quick facts of plastic surgery. Um, they come from the Plastic Surgery Statistics Report 2020. 15.6 million cosmetic procedures happen every year. The top five, according to this, but this is two years old, is rhinoplasty, blepharoplasty, facelift, liposuctions, and boob jobs. Mm-hmm. I am going to say that BBLs has probably replaced rhinoplasties or something as the number one thing. I agree with you. I think. Well, I, I don't even know that it was done, it's just the amount that is done has jumped so much. Right. It's like now, like, insane. So the top five minimally invasive, these are things that, yes, you could go to a spa to have done, Botox, fillers, chemical peels, laser skin resurfacing. We'll talk about that because that's a big deal, too. Yeah. And IPLs. Mm-hmm. And then you have top five reconstructive, which is tumor removal, scar repair, facial surgeries, laceration repairs, and hand surgeries. Mm-hmm. 
the highest age group to have plastic surgery is 30 to 39 year olds at 45% of the cosmetic procedures. Wow. And you, I get it. Because you're starting to That's age. when you start to age. You've had kids. Your body's yes. different. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I'm, my makeup mirror is, I have to look down into it, mm-hmm. which is mistake number yeah, one. Definitely. And I'm looking at it and I can see like the little breath of a jawa coming in. And, you know, I look to Brian. I'm like, it's really tough getting old. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I just don't think about it. I'm like, you don't look in the mirror sometimes. It slaps you in the face every day. Exactly. You don't look <laughs> in the mirror sometimes and think. Yeah, like this, it's getting old. He's like, well, I don't dwell on it. And like, he just, his answer. So it's like, you don't fucking look and think what you used to look like at 20 and what you look like now. Right. He's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't ruin my life over it. I said, do you see me fucking knocking down the plastic surgeon's door? Do you see me crying in my pillow every night because I cut a couple of sags? Yeah. No, I'm just making a comment. Yeah. It's really hard to watch sometimes when you remember how tight your skin was, how beautiful my boobs were up high. I yeah. had the best body. Couldn't appreciate it. Didn't no. know what to do with it. And now, 30 years later, it's really hard to look at yeah. sometimes. You know, kids take a toll on your face. Yeah. Job takes a toll on your face. And I'm too cheap and too afraid to go and do the shit that would make it look better. Right. Because these things are like any other drug. Mm-hmm. You start with fillers and once you see what your face looks like, you're never going to stop. No, because then it just goes past. Yes. Like you have to keep and going. And fillers, you're doing it per syringe mm-hmm. and that's six to 1200 per syringe. Mm-hmm. Your face needs two to three. Yeah. I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. Botox is my drug, but mm-hmm. I'm my own drug dealer. <laughs> so I don't mind. You know, I, there's a fine line to me of, like, growing old gracefully and then yes. either letting yourself completely fall apart or going to the point where you look ridiculous. Right. I don't know what that line is yet, but... I'm very afraid of that line. Yes, like, I, I don't want to look like a filler, clown. But then I'm like, but then I could look like those people. Right. <laughs> I don't want to look and like I those And I think people. that's what happens. I think you get so used to looking filled that at one point... I mean, I used to work for a woman. She looks like a fucking clown. Yeah. And nobody's going to tell her that, but I wouldn't go to somebody that looked like that either. She looks like a clown. Yeah. All right. So the word plastic comes from the Greek word. You know, I have to really start typing this shit. Plasticos. Plasticos. (laughs) To mold or give form. And there was evidence of plastic surgery as far back as the Egyptians. They found a mummy in 2000 BC who had a prosthetic toe. Now, they don't know if it was for looks or just for balance. Because you, yeah. people don't realize how important your fucking toes yeah, are. You so you toes. take them away. Yeah. Or you just like... The, so I was having PT on my feet. And they're asking me to lift my toes in a certain way. And my brain is saying, do it. And my body's like, uh-uh, can't do it, can't do it. So I'm like, move, move. And my feet are just like, nope, they're not moving. It was the weirdest thing. And it's so it's all these little micro movements that she's doing. I was like, figure out, I can't do these. I just cannot do these. So your toes are pretty intense. Um, so the 6th century BC um, texts depict rhinoplasties on people. Oh. They were fixing noses as far back as the 6th century. Cleft lip repair is said to have been carried out successfully in the 4th century by the Chinese doctors. Oh. Cleft lip, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. Like, I really give those doctors credit yes. for going down and Makes such support difference. people. In the 1800s, they were using wax into boobs to give women bigger boobs. Really? Wax. Eesh. In the 1940s, the Japanese sex workers were using silicone to give themselves bigger boobs and bigger butts because that's what American women that's looked what, like. Yeah. Um, World War One is really where you see the advanced in plastic mm. surgeries. That's the first war where people are like, 
Maiming. surviving maiming mm-hmm. injuries their faces are blown off I always think of Boardwalk Empire where yeah, one of that. the characters had a half yeah. face god he was fucking handsome I know with his half handsome. face I love I know. him um, and they were they're working with prosthetics they were, these I mean these people were maimed mm-hmm. and living and you know you're still living in a society that was cruel to it yeah so that's where you're really seeing um, things happen. And you had a huge volume of facial fractures. And you combine that with the advances in blood transfusions and um, infection control. Surgeons are allowed to stop playing around with different techniques. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking 1800s, the syphilis nose, they would do flaps even then. Or they'd t- you know their nose would be connected to their arms. Like These were things they were doing right. years ago. But then World War One really takes it. That comes from a brief... Brief history of plastic surgery from ancient Egypt to Beverly Hills, CNN style. Okay. So everyone wants plastic surgery. They all want to look better, but sometimes they're just going too far. Um, And most of these professionals, no, I'm not going to say the professionals. You have professionals. They were in it to make money. If you go into plastic surgery, there are some who do the pro bono work, which I think is great. And there are... Plastic surgeons that are not cosmetic surgeons. Right. You have reconstructive plastic. Right. They which, don't go in it for the Right. Money. Yeah, That's... you've been burned. They're taking care right. of you. You smashed your face on a windshield. They're taking care of you. Some of them do both. Mm-hmm. And if you're going into cosmetic surgery, you're going in it for money. Not saying you don't have a skill. Not saying you're good. But the bottom line is dollars. They want to make money. And they make money. People are always going to feel they're ugly. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. So that business be is never going anywhere. Right. You just always think you're going to perfect something. So that you really have to be careful um, what you're looking into. And like I said, you don't have to be a board-certified plastic surgeon to do plastic surgery. Any Joe Schmo MD can do it. Right. Doesn't mean they should do it. Just because right. you can doesn't mean you should. Some of the surgeries, some of these surgeons, they attend like a weekend conference or a one-day class in Brazilian butt lift. And all of a sudden, they're doing liposuction and butt lifts, which they have no training or experience. Right. When we see the residents, they're doing five or six years of training right. in this for plastics. You can't just take a weekend class and come out the and same. Even when, like when I first started getting into Botox, you'd go, they'd send, you'd do a didactic for a couple hours, and then you inject a couple of people, you're on your fucking own. Mm-hmm. And the same with filler. Mm-hmm. Now, Botox, you hate it, it goes away. Nothing, you're never going to permanently damage somebody with that. But filler, you could necrose somebody's face. Yeah. You could blind them. Mm-hmm. And all I got was a fucking four-hour class. Right. Are you kidding me? It's starting. They're starting to do more and more. But still, it's ridiculous. Uh, in 2007, Kanye West's mother, Donna, she passes away at 58 years oh, old. That. After liposuction. Yeah. A tummy tuck and a breast reduction. Mm-hmm. The autopsy showed she did have a pre-existing heart condition. Mm-hmm. She died the day after surgery from the heart condition. Um, and... After she died, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was governor at the time, enacted the Don, I said Don, it's Dondas law requiring plastic surgeons to ensure patients have had a physical and are cleared for, by her PCP before they undergo plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. So she has this cardiac issue. She goes in for this huge, like, you're talking a breast reduction, which is big in itself, yeah. a tummy tuck, and liposuction. Right. Too much on her heart, fucking right. killed her. Sev- I mean, several hours of work. Right, right. right. And... You can't just remove a shitload of fat right. and your body be okay with it. Be fluid shift. It, it, it's, yeah. Your body doesn't know what to do with it, and it, it's going to create a problem if you do it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about plastic surgery with one of the guys at work, and he's like, have you ever watched Traffic on Nat Geo? I'm like, no. He goes, she does all kinds of black market shit. So I watched Trafficked Season 2, Episode 1, Black Market Plastic Surgery. Okay. Holy It's shit. real life. Real life. Okay. It took a 
act of God to get anybody to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And it was eye-opening. It, it talks a lot about what you were talking about, stuff I had no idea. Mm-hmm. There was a big transgender element to this as people who are doing the injecting and mm-hmm. people getting the injecting, yeah. which is interesting because they want the body, they don't have the money. Right. So they're resorting to these back alley places right. to have this shit done. So the it starts with her talking about pumpers, which is what the Black Madam was. Is mm-hmm. that what she's called? Black Madam? Yeah, that was it. She's a pumper. They are underground non-medical people injecting clients with silicone, if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. They have caught them injecting tire sealant, vegetable oil, mm-hmm. me, uh, not even, uh, like you said, industrial strength silicone, not medical grade silicone. Mm-hmm. Silicone needs to belong in a sack. Right. It, it can't just to be, be floating You around. can't just inject pure silicone somewhere and expect it to do anything. It needs to be in a breast implant or a, any kind of an implant. They're covered in plastic or whatever material it is, but you cannot just inject straight silicone mm-hmm. anywhere and expect it to work. Okay? Mm-hmm. It may work for a minute, but you're going to have problems with mm-hmm. that silicone. So they're done in hotel rooms, like you said. Mm-hmm. $1,000 a client for 15 minutes. They lay you on the bed. Mm-hmm. There's no prep. There's no clean. Mm-mm. And they just pump it in. Mm-hmm. One pumper made $40,000 in one day. Oh, <gasps> cash. $40,000 fucking thousand dollars in a day. Cash. You can't catch them. Right. So when she was talking about, um, she goes to the strip club. These girls' asses were like things I've never seen in my life. They were ginormous. Mm-hmm. I've just in the boobs and nothing on them is real yeah the nails are fake the eyelashes are fake the hair is fake the boobs are fake mm-hmm. the butts are fake nothing on them is and you're achieving a non-realistic right. look that's what's driving me crazy yeah. i mean we went from the 80s with kate moss who looked like she needed a drink mm-hmm. to now these girls are over the top i right. mean you women are just not built this way no. so this strip club these women will make ten thousand a night they pay four hundred dollars to strip and they will make ten thousand a wow. night okay so they're talking to the guys, the two mooks running the place. And he's like, they're like, oh, do you girls have plastic surgery? He's like, um, 99% of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all have fucking the lips, the eyes, everything. So she's talking to this one girl who would have been beautiful on her own, but mm-hmm. she's enhanced to the hilt. And she's like, well, do you have the name of a pumper? She's like, I don't know the name of a pumper, but um, you would have to pay me $20, $250 to give it to you anyway. So if I want to get pumped and you know the name, you're charging me $250 just to get, just the, to get the name. Mm-hmm. And then the pumper wanted like $5,000 for the interview. She's like, I don't, I'm not, we don't pay for interviews. We're not doing this. So it took her months to find people to yeah. talk to. Okay. So um, I talked about silicone. The only silicone the FDA approves is for eye procedures, to be honest yes, with you. Yes, that's. Even breast silicones are not. It's mm-hmm. only for the eyes. The side effects of injecting silicone are ongoing pain scarring necrosis permanent disfigurement Mm -hmm. if it migrates the embolisms cause infection stroke or death Mm -hmm. because that embolism that went into her lungs could have gone to her heart and killed her could have Mm -hmm. gone to her head and killed her Mm -hmm. the fda does not know how many complications occur because they're not reported you don't know what these people are dealing with because they don't talk about it they see the highest amount of problems they're seeing is in miami Mm -hmm. miami is a hotbed of issues there have been reports of people being injected with, like I said, tire sealant, mineral oil, baby oil, cooking oil, Ugh. and even cement. So, Ugh. this woman, I can't, Mariana, I think her name is, off she goes to Miami. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, Miami. Holy fuck. 
So you go to the strip mall, mm-hmm. you know, there's your Kohl's, there's Target, fucking plastic surgery, you know, mm-hmm. get a Brazilian butt lift for $350,000, uh, for $3,500. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in there, everywhere. Yeah. Florida's um, laws are lax enough that these people are flying under the mm-hmm. radar. So they're talking about Dr. Ishmael Labrador. Mm-hmm. He is the owner of a ton of these strip mall um, surgery centers, centers <laughs> for lack of a better word. Right. And they market specifically towards ethnic women, mm-hmm. um, Hispanic and Dominican. They, they're young ethnic women they're targeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's not... And, and I'm not saying this anyway when you're watching it. it's That's what's going into these clinics too. It's not young white girls and I don't know why. I don't know if they have the money. I don't know why. I was... One of the articles I was reading said um, it's um, it's like a race thing. And even though white girls are getting it done, like this black woman was speaking about it, she said um, it's the ideal, right? Like for a, like a, in a black woman, like the, the big boobs, the mm-hmm. big butt. If you don't have a big butt and you're a black woman, you're lesser than. Oh, that's is that Which is yeah. not true. That's but in awful. their minds, because of all this, right. you know, that makes work sense, and the work they can get. Well, they're getting those big butts from these beautiful black women. Mm-hmm. You're a black woman. You don't have a big butt. Now you need a big butt because right. that's what you're supposed to have. Like white women don't have big butts, but black women do. Have, you know, like right. it's, she said she was saying that's it's all like you're a, seeing going in there. It's right. She said it's like a race. It's almost like a race thing. And it makes you feel even less than oh in your God. race because you're not that ideal. We of don't the have race. enough to deal with this women. Just Let's ridiculous. This but, shit. Yeah. Exactly. but I'm wondering if that's it could you know, be like because a Dominican woman. Quote unquote, not tar- should yeah. have a bit. They're not targeting white women. Yeah. The women in the advertisements, he is specifically going over to young Hispanic mm. and women of color. That's what he's targeting. Yeah. Um, so he owns all these strip mall clinics. And his clinics have left eight women dead in six years and nearly a dozen women with serious complications. The names of the clin- clinics have changed three to four times. Every time somebody dies, he changes the name of the clinic. And what doesn't change is the staff the HR department or anything else. So literally you'll see like Nicole Nichols, HR, Jolie Cosmetics. Next year, Nicole Nichols, HR, Eurogen. Nicole, it's this, they, it changes .com, but it's the same fucking people yeah. in there. Okay. And they, like I said, it usually happens after the death of the patient. He employs doctors who are not board certified and some aren't even licensed physicians. They oh may have come God. from another country. They never got licensed here. He has an aggressive ad campaign geared towards young women of color and for half the price of a regular plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. So if a Brazilian butt, I think that we were talking about this, a Brazilian butt lift, if you went in Boston, is going to be about $8,000. Mm-hmm. Down there, if you go to one of the lesser surgeons, he's charging you $3,500. You want somebody with a little more experience, it's $5,300. Because she goes in. Yeah. They wouldn't let the cameras in or anything, but she goes in and that's what they're quoting her. Um so a 59-year-old mom from Georgia, she had to have emergency surgery after her small bowel was perfed three <gasps> times during her plastics procedure. So I told you, liposuction yeah. is fucking aggressive. So if you're getting aggressive enough in the stomach, you're going to perf through the muscle wall and you're going to hit the colon. Right. If you don't now, know what you're doing. You're yeah. spilling. So I'm, I'm listening to the last podcast on the left I was telling you, and they were talking about Billy the Kid, and they're talking about gunshot wounds in the Old West. And they're like, it's the bowel content spilling into the abdomen. It would kill you in a day, but yeah. it's painful and blah, blah. And that's what's happening here. Your bowel content spilling into your abdomen. Mm-hmm. That is never good. No. A 33-year-old woman is hospitalized after her liver was lacerated <gasps> during a procedure. Yep. 
Um, I mean, you have to really be pushing in like straight down. Mm-hmm. Like not. Unless, pushing... unless they were doing the boobs or something. Maybe. But you know, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain it if you've never seen it. But like when they're doing it, their hands on top of your fat. And they're holding it. And they're holding it. And it, they're going in. But I'm going to. Parallel, also... not. I'm going to explain something later on okay. why you why these mistakes might be happening. Okay. okay. In 2016, Heather Meadows went into a Labrador clinic. She died after fat embolism that was injected into her deep vein traveled into her heart and lungs, killing her instantly. Oh, God. The doctor, James McDew, denies any wrongdoing. Oh. State health investigators found he never examined Meadows, and the three-hour procedure took him 55 minutes. 55 minutes. 55 minutes. These guys are doing... So a Brazilian butt lift, they did the math. So a Brazilian butt lift is supposed to be, I think, four hours long. Probably. The average surgeon tops. Let's say he's a fucking phenom. He's doing four and he's working all day. Mm-hmm. These guys are doing six to eight. Yeah, that's what They said you can't even clean the room. If you did it the way it was supposed to be done, you would be operating 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. There's no way. The math doesn't add up. Yeah. So 51-year-old Maribel Hernandez, she goes in for BBL. Mm-hmm. She wanted to... She wanted to back out a few weeks before. She just felt like this isn't right. Mm-hmm. They were not going to refund her $3,000 deposit if she backed out. Her son's like, she didn't want to do it. She went down to do it. After her BBL, her heart rate and blood pressure dropped, and she's rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead. Um, the body fat was injected into her veins by a doctor, Anthony Hassan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through a bunch of women real quick. Yeah. Renika Hall, 25, March 2017, goes in for Brazilian butt lift, died after fat was injected into her vessels. Mm-hmm. Maria Christian, this girl is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. If she thinks she needs plastic surgery, I need a fucking overhaul. I know. 32, she goes into cardiac arrest on the table. Oh. Okay? Staff calls 911. Here comes EMTs, paramedics, ready to save the day. They won't let them in the front door. <gasps> they had to go around the back, which chewed up. Because they didn't a- want people seeing them. I don't know what, probably. It's either they didn't want people to see them and they were hiding shit before they yeah. got in there. So they, they're they blocked from the entrance. They have to go in the back. By the time they get there, she's dead. Oh Done. Uh, Lizzie, nope. Kizzy London, 40, 2017. Cardiac arrest. Elizabeth Morales, 41. And Jasmine Smith, 30. Both died from blood clots due to surgery. Clinic has not recorded their deaths at all. Yeah. Because they didn't die in the facility? I, I don't know. Tola Warren, St. Clair, 43. She calls the clinic as instructed because she's having intense, extreme post-op pain. Mm-hmm. They told her to come in and check out. They check her up, send her back home. She's found dead at home mm-hmm. four hours after they sent her back home. The autopsy shows she died from a combination of the drugs they used on her during the procedure. Because uh-huh. they're using Epi and things, to, right. like you said, to stop the blood. So in 2007, Labrador was arrested. This is before all of this happened. Right. He's arrested after undercover officials found unlicensed doctors performing these operations. Mm-hmm. He gets three years probation, $30,000 fine, which that's nothing to him. Right. He's making he has this 40 in an hour. Huge fucking horse ranch in Miami. You should see. It's ridiculous. Um, felony charges were dropped in 2010 after he completed a court diversion program, which now allows him to keep his medical license because uh-huh. he's no longer a felon. Court documents show that his doctors perform up to eight BBLs a day, which is twice the number that can safely be done. Mm-hmm. So on Nachio, she gets an office manager, and he looks like Squid Games. He's got this fucking weird mask on. <laughs> He's tall. I could have even been a woman. I don't know who was behind that. So one of the staff speaks, and he says, the reason they can do this is because the surgical technicians are doing the surgery. 
And these oh. surgeons are coming in for very five minutes and they're going to the next room and they're going to the next room. So the surgical techs doing a fucking liposuction. Oh my God. Surgical techs are not trained no. to do liposuction. No. So. And they should lose their yeah. accreditation. And everything. One surgeon collected $33,000 after doing 24 BBLs in a five day stretch. So the clinic has changed from, in 2014, it was called Vanity Clinic, uh-huh. 2015, Encore Plastic Surgery, mm. 2016, Erase Plastic Surgery, and now it's called Jolie Surgery. Labrador claims this is normal business practice. This is what we do. I change my name every year. You know, it just happens to go inside with two or three depths. Um who you don't change your name if everything's going well and right, you have a good reputation. Exactly. Right. That's the reputation. Right. Nope, he's changed it three or four times. So they end this episode with a little, you know, a little writing at the end. So in June of 2021, Florida health officials do a surprise um, inspection of the place. They denied access to the charts. They denied access to the OIs. In the brief moment they were there, they did find one unlicensed surgeon. They left for fear of their lives. That's how aggressive the staff was. Wow. Left, and he's still fucking open. Well, in the how did, but these people who have other things, like they're probably scarred and may, they're right. not going to say anything because they're probably afraid. But you know, they don't let you into the charts. Right. You're a state official. Bring right. the fucking state troopers right. down. Shut the place down. Right. You would do it if they were serving salmonella. Right. Like, wow. That's, he's still operating. That's unreal. So um, they were talking, there was a, a DA, a private investigator, and a state legislator. They're working to try to change the laws in Florida. The reason they're all in Florida, A, that's where the population they're hitting is. Mm-hmm. Miami is huge. Yeah. Um, that's where the population is, and the, the laws are allowing this to happen. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to redo the laws. So we'll go through safety after you finish with yours. Okay. So I have another article. Um, this was in the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Um, it was Papa a, was rolling. The story was actually a million places, but Rolling Stone did a really good job. Um, so Carissa Rajpal was 26 years old when she died from an illegal butt implant procedure. She was trying to break into the porn industry in LA. She felt like she needed a bigger butt to do it, to make more money, you know, to be in better films, whatever. She needed a bigger butt. I want to take these girls and be like, you are better than this. I know. You are better than this. She has a husband. He tells her. He's okay with her going to the porn No, he didn't like any of it. She started like, they moved here from another country and then they moved to LA and she was doing like strip clubs and stuff. And then she got involved in like the ranches. The thought of any. I, the thought of what these girls go to I, it's those awful. skeevy, nasty, smelly ass men. I know. Blech. And then and what from the ranches, you know, she's like, okay, I can go into porn and make more money and whatever. So her What's husband's it? telling her not to do it at all. I mean, I this don't know. bad. You know, yeah. yeah. He's like, don't do it. You don't need any plastic surgery. You're beautiful. Like, you you can make money like that. She's like, nope, I got to have the bigger butt for the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he thought, this is sketchy. Like, these aren't real people. Doctors, like, don't do it. She decides she wants to do it. So she goes to a male friend's house to meet with the injectors. The friend, whose house it is, said to her, like, don't do anything. Like, you can have a consultation with these people, but don't let them do anything to you. Right. Like, you know, this isn't, this is my house. It's not a place where you get injections. Um, And she's like, oh, no, 
Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. I've, they've done it twice before. To so, her? To her. She's okay. had this done twice before with these women. So no problem. Don't worry. I'm. We're going to get it. I'm fine. Everything's fine. She actually had one of them, one of the injections. She filmed it and put it on like her Instagram or you her. You were playing fucking Russian roulette every time yeah. you let them touch you. So she has it on film, like they're in the back, her ass is in the thing, they're injecting her. She's like, oh, look, I'm getting my butt injected or whatever, like the second time she had it done. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the way she just did it. Oh, look, I'm getting my butt injected. Hello. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the injectors are a mother and daughter dynamic duo. Libby Adame, she was 51 at the time, and Alicia Gales, who was 23. They show up to the friend's house. They go into the bedroom. And they inject Carissa's butt with liquid silicone, which they had injected her twice before. They're in there for like 30 minutes. They call out to the friend now. Hey, bring some sugar water. You need to bring some sugar water into the room. Oh, my God. And he's like, okay. Yeah, so, while you're at it, call 911. Yeah. The friend goes in with sugar water or coke or whatever he had. Um, and he goes in. Carissa's extremely pale. She's struggling to breathe. She's in the bed. And he's like, shouldn't you call 911? There's something wrong. They said, no, no, she just needs some sugar and she'll be better. Give her some Coke. Because their medical background was yeah. what? Okay. No, um, well, the daughter is a nail technician. Oh, yeah. she was a technician of some sort at least. Yes. Okay, of she nails. did nails. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's like, they're like, no, no, give her the Coke. Give her the sugar water. She'll be much better after that. He goes to give it to her. She can't drink anything. And she becomes unconscious. So he starts mouth to mouth and he's screaming to them, call, you have to call 911. Like you have to call 911. She's, she's beyond sugar water. Yeah. So they do, the women do call 911 and they They open the gate. Meanwhile, while they're waiting for 911, they have packed up all this shit. They open the gate and they leave when they, then the EMTs are coming in. Yeah. Um, the friend can only tell the emergency personnel like she had something injected they injected her with something he has no idea there's nothing there to tell them like he's just mm-hmm. she had something injected in her butt um he has you know he can't give them anything else i hope to god he's not held responsible um no he wasn't okay. um carissa is rushed to the hospital she's intubated they have to code her less than three hours after the injection she's dead um the medical examiner found silicone oozing from her puncture wounds internally in the muscle of her buttocks so her muscle uh-huh. had been punctured and there's just silicone seeping out of it. She died from acute cardiopulmonary dysfunction caused by silicone injection. So that silicone got into her blood vessels, up right into her heart and her lungs and killed her. Um, two years later, a dame in Gales are charged with murder and three felony counts of practicing medicine without certification. Police recovered tens of thousands of dollars in cash oh, yeah. and injection supplies at the house. Hundreds of people come forward after the charges were announced, claiming that they or their family members had been harmed or disfigured mm-hmm. by these women. Mm-hmm. How these women even get all these people? A dame has 11,000 followers on Instagram. She's always bragging about parties she's at and the lavish lifestyle she leads. She's like Instagram famous. And then they kind of get women, you know, when they're like, oh, where I'm are telling you? you phone is the bane of the oh world. my god the internet is the downfall it's the of the downfall yes, of society humanity. i always say that um so they are using their instagram stories and shit to draw these women in and get their clients from their instagram personalities mm-hmm. um another woman laura moreno was an la is an la-based singer um she's pressured into getting injections to further her career as a singer um she knew someone that had gone to a dame 
So she felt a little better about seeing yeah. her because she, okay, well, she went. She's fine. Um, they met at a salon in 2014. A dame charged her two to $3,000 and injected her buttocks with what a dame told Laura were stem cells. Where the fuck would she get stem cells? Which made this girl feel better. Like, oh, okay. It's not like. How stupid I, can you I be? I think people want to believe it, right? Like, they, Where is she going to get? She's not a medical professional to begin with. Where is she going to get goddamn stem cells? I don't know. But I think this lady was already weary. And then she's like, okay. And then she, well, these are stem Okay. So it's not like. And what are they going to do? Peanut oil. Grow you a new liver in your ass? It will be better for you. So this makes Marino feel better. It's natural. It's not. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This shit that she's throwing at me after the first visit everything's fine like she's fine she heals she has whatever lift she looks good she goes back for the second because you have to keep getting these because they just absorb well, like it's not- I, you know what I, for- I forgot to talk about the complications and i will talk about it when you're yeah. done your body just doesn't do shit with it it dis- doesn't know what it to makes do with it, it disintegrate yeah. pumps it through your system and it gets rid of it so she goes in for the second one and she develops leg pain after the second one um the pain keeps getting worse. So she goes and sees a, a dame at the salon. She's like, listen, this is... Sugar water. Just put some sugar yeah, water. This is getting worse and worse and worse. So a dame injects Laura with um, something for the pain and for the infection, if you have one. So she she must have given her antibiotics or something. I can't. Where is she getting this shit? No, You can get fucking anything on the internet. Apparently. So Lara go, gets this injection. She's like, okay, I'll be fine. You know, mm-hmm. um, she meets a friend for lunch right after the injection. All of a sudden she's wicked sick, like wicked sick, runs to the bathroom, vomiting, diarrhea, like immediately wicked, wicked sick. She give her tapeworms? No. They run, <laughs> they re- leave the restaurant quickly because she's yeah. vomiting and shitting. Um, <laughs> she's almost practically fainting. The friend gets her up to her apartment, which is like on the second floor. The friend's like, you should go to the hospital. She's like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. Because I think people get, then they get like self-embarrassed. Like, I made this poor decision. Right, now I look like an idiot. And now I feel stupid. My stem cells aren't working. Right. So she's freezing. She's sweating. She's vomiting. She's going to the bathroom. Um, She finally agrees to go. Can I just add, if you were having any kind of symptoms suddenly like this, go to the hospital immediately. Okay? Don't sit in somebody's apartment thinking, I don't know what's wrong and I'm embarrassed. Go to the hospital immediately. You'll be more embarrassed when you're dead with these symptoms. Yeah. she so she agrees to go to the hospital. Finally, they have to get a neighbor to carry her downstairs because she's that Done. deathly ill why that she can't. Why did you call nine one one? I'm sorry. Why embarrassed. am I asking you these questions like you fucking know? Um. So she's admitted to the hospital in septic shock. Ooh. They told her if she arrived ten minutes later, she would have died. I believe it. Um. She's released from the hospital like a week or two weeks later. Like she was sick, had a central line, had you know IV antibiotics, super super sick. She's released. She goes to the police department to file a report. They kind of, like, blow her off. And they're like, well, you have to go to, like, the court or something. Get some sort of injection. Blah, 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 blah. They're not, like, helpful. She right. doesn't know what to do. She's Which like, well, why these people get away with this shit? Right. So she tried, but then, like, the step she she was like, I don't even know what I have to do. Like, right. I went to the police. They're not doing anything. So she didn't do anything. Um, That was in 2014. This lady died in two, 2020, I think. Wow. Six years. And they have been operating they get the money they've been this whole time think about the people they maimed have killed killed, whatever um so they're both arrested on august 5th 2021 and held on two million dollars bail each on the news both were bonded out within two days oh yeah so i don't know what connections they have but they have somebody that can bond each out for two million dollars 
um, authorities are begging more people to come forward because they know there's hundreds more. Because mm-hmm. people well, did start that reporting long. it. Yeah. Right. But they're like, there's way more people than this. They need to be come forward so they can be charged they with all that stuff. need to take the reports when somebody comes forward too. Right. I think now they're yeah. taking it seriously, but... Well, one of the parts of this Nat Geo special I forgot to talk about is they go to a plastic surgeon who is fixing all of these silicone injections. So first the person's lying on the bed and he takes the knife handle of the scalpel and he just scrapes it along the skin and it's all silicone oozing out of the skin. Yeah. Then he goes, you open up and it's just silicone everywhere and sometimes the body loves to do this um when it doesn't recognize something it puts a capsule around it mm-hmm. it puts it in a baggie and it shoves it in a corner mm-hmm. except it makes little hard capsules all over your ass now so it's bumpy and lumpy mm-hmm. and you can't get them out yeah because it's, it's like stuck. cement yeah. so you may not have problems you may think you look great for a minute mm-hmm. and one of the girls they were interviewing she's like yeah i had silicone injected in my ass like 10 years ago blah blah she goes i'm waiting i know something's gonna happen mm-hmm. i wait every day i wonder it's like today gonna be the day right it's just it's so bad yeah it's just so bad i can't even and one of the articles was saying something like okay you get this done you get a botch job you know you need to have it fixed some plastic surgeons the ones i know will reputable uh, reputable and they will fix you Mm -hmm. you come to them they will fix you no maybe not for free it depends on your health if it's affecting your health your insurance will pay for it if it's not you're paying cash but if it's just for looks you're paying cash but um he said, a lot of plastic surgeons won't even touch you because you were already botched. So now if they take you on yes. and you have something wrong, you could be sued for that. Right. And you're a reputable surgeon, so they can get yes. you. They can't get these people that run away. So they're afraid to even touch these people with these botched jobs. Because it's already bad. You know, right. look, in the in the little bit I dabble, mm-hmm. people who are seeking out the stuff, I don't want to say they're crazy, but they're intense about their looks. So I could but you're see already them totally, very sensitive about right, but I looks. can see them being botched, coming in and blaming them for all of the problems right. if they don't fix them back the way they were. I right. can see that, and you're not probably going to get back. To you're the way never going to get you're back. Have right. sc- you have this scarring. You have yeah. these problems. You're not going to look the way you did previously. Right. I so. mean, you, there was that supermodel who had her face injected with vegetable oil. Yeah, she she's grotesque. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. I know. So the guys on botched, I mean, they drive me crazy, and they're making an, a shitload of money. But they are fixing a mm-hmm. lot of really bad surgery. And they're really changing these people. I mean, some of these boob jobs that oh they fixed, God. I'm like, oh, my God. Could you imagine walking around no. like that? Or the nose jobs that went bad. Mm-hmm. It's horrific mm-hmm. what these people are walking around with mm-hmm. because they just want to they want to fix those little bump and their whole fucking nose is bump. Yeah. Sorry. Well, even I've recently done cases like with people like that. People went to other countries. Yes. To have it done because they can pay the cheap in cash. Yeah. They come back. It doesn't look so bad, that, but they're so fucking infected. Yes. You have to take yes. everything down. It's you just. Don't do it. So you have to go to a, a board certified, board reputable certified surgeon. Plastic surgeon. That you've exactly. seen their work. You have seen their results. Right. They Investigate your surgeon. Show you all of their a stuff. A million. Don't get them off of Instagram. No. Don't get them off of the internet. Right. Um, I mean, even I'm sure some of the I, I I know plastic surgeons that are on Instagram and they are very good, but don't get them just because they're on, then you go to their office, then you go to the hospital, right? You see what they have. You should be having it in a, in a clinic like anesthesia. You don't go into a hotel room for anything. No. There's no procedures being done in a hotel room. Be like my mother when I yeah. had my wisdom teeth pulled. She grilled. My mother did the same thing. The oral surgeon was like, "Where's your defibrillator?" And he was like, "What?" And she's like, "Where's your defibrillator?" And he's like, 
um, we actually have it over there. He goes, no one has ever asked me if I had a defibrillator. He's like, well, if you put my daughter to sleep, you need to have a defibrillator. And he's like, well, we do. But I'm just literally, he's like, people should ask that. No one does. You need to know that they have yes. this stuff to bring you back. Anything could happen. Because, and you want to go, you want to see their work. Yeah. You want to see their work. Mm -hmm. um, do not go to unapproved cosmetic surgeries. Go to FDA FDA approves. I mean, there are stuff that's being done that's off of the FDA label, but go to FDA approved things. Yeah. Like you want your silicone implants approved. You want, yes. you don't want to have even, even if it's just, even if something happened with the silicone implant that's FDA approved, they can track it. Yes. They know you have it. They and can find you, you can, and tell you, you need to have that removed. And you'll have some recourse right. if it's bad. Research your procedure. Inquire about safety and certifications. You, you need to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, does your surgeon have a plan if there is a complication? Like I said, your mother had, there's a defibrillator there. What are they going to do? You're going to go to an office where the guy doesn't even have a fucking anesthesiologist right. and you're giving you sodium pentothal? Mm -hmm. Research your surgeon. Mm -hmm. Go If it's cost you, if it's a difference of $1,000, that's the difference of your life. Yeah. It really is. You need to, oh God, I it's, just. It's not worth dying. No, for. I mean, and I'm right. telling you, we could fill hours mm -hmm. of stories of people who were botched or died, mm -hmm. or all the other shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that really does. I mean, I was listening to like the last episode and I'm like, Merry Christmas. See you next year. I'm like, no, this really is it this time. Okay. This is, this not, is there's no more weeks left. No, we're, we're two days from Christmas. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Merry, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. No. This will come out after Christmas, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, we dragged ourselves out just for you guys. Mm -hmm. So we did. I was talking to somebody today who I haven't talked to in a very long time and she's like, I don't do anything on the internet, but I listen to you guys every week. It's just, I love listening to you guys. It's so funny. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I love seeing our little numbers ticking up. Yeah. And ticking up. No mm -hmm. people are listening. Um, Laura had a party and it's funny because I walk in and everyone knows so much about me and I forget that I'm not just talking to you down in your face. Yeah. <laughs> people listening. There's people listening to everything. <laughs> so hi, everybody, because I forget <laughs> you there. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Um, I'm going to get some new stuff coming up for the new year. Get any new year's resolutions this year, Laura? I mean, no. Just get through it. I got to lose some weight, dude. I say I'm that every right year. on is. the weight front. I, I do, do it every year. I, I do it every year. I start out. I lose it. I'm great through the summer. All it comes back in December. I know. You'd think I'd stop doing this to myself. Eh, it's hard, though. I'm going to exercise. I have not been exercising. I like to eat. Yeah. I like to eat. Um, I would like to never have to wear a mask again except at work. So let's nice. see what 2022 brings. Maybe we we'll get ahead of this. <laughs> you know, we'll be on uh, variant Z and see what happens. So enjoy. Please be safe on the new year. Yes. Um, no drinking, driving. No. And um, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you in the new year. We'll get some fun stuff. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.